Welcome to Fire Talk Radio, teaching the unfiltered Word of God with the anointing of His Spirit, with subjects on eternity and the choices we make that determine our eternal destiny. Comments and opinions expressed during Blog Talk Radio commercials and ads do not necessarily reflect that of myself or my Christian beliefs, especially the new ads promoting the consumption of alcohol.
Radio 2. I'm really, really glad that you joined me tonight or this afternoon, whatever part of the world you're listening to me from, uh, whatever time zone. I'm really glad that you're here tonight. And I was, the other day we had a really nice rain shower, and I love listening to the rain. So relaxing and so refreshing. And as I'm listening to the rain, the good Lord gave me a sermon or he spoke to me through it about refreshing and just the calm and soothing noise or just relaxing atmosphere. So I wanted to share it with you. I shouldn't be very long. It's not very long, but I wanted to take a few minutes and share it with you. And as I was saying, the rain, to me, is very, very refreshing. So I am reading out of the Amplified uh, Classic. So if you go to Acts, the book of Acts, uh, chapter 3, verse 19. So repent, change your mind and purpose, turn around and return to God, that your sins may be erased, blotted out, wiped clean, that times of refreshing, of recovering from the effects of heat, of reviving with fresh air, may come from the presence of the Lord. It talks about repenting and returning to God and reviving with fresh air that recovery from the effects of the heat. Think about rain, when it's raining, how refreshing it is. And it cools things off. It refreshes you from the heat. It's like a welcome, a welcome feeling of cool, refreshing, just like a breath mint when you when you when you taste that mint. And it's refreshing. And when you come from the presence in in the presence of the Lord, when you return to God and you press into Him and the things of God, and you're in His presence and you're worshiping Him and talking to Him and praying, and that's when you're going to be refreshed. The times of refreshing. Also, rain symbolizes the cleansing. Cleansing and thinking about cleansing as how God cleanses us from all unrighteousness. 1 John chapter 1 verses 8 through 9. If we say we have no sin, 
refusing to admit that we are sinners, we delude and lead ourselves astray. And the truth which the gospel presents is not in us, does not dwell in our hearts. If we freely admit that we have sinned and confess our sins, he is faithful and just, true to his own nature and promises, and will forgive our sins, dismiss our lawlessness, and continuously cleanse us from all unrighteousness, staying not in conformity to his will, in purpose, thought, and action. So when we come to him, we admit we're a sinner, ask him to forgive our sins, he will, and then we repent and turn from those sins continuously and come before him and walk in his way best we can and his will and word and his plan for our life. And he continuously cleanses from all unrighteousness everything that not in conformity to his will, purpose, thought, and action. So it cleanses us. Another thing, rain, is life-giving. In John 7, 37 through 39, and I'm reading all of these from the Amplified Classic. I think I mentioned that earlier. Starting at verse 37, Now on the final and most important day of the feast, Jesus stood and he cried in a loud voice, If any man is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, who cleaves to and trusts in and relies on me. Cleave is just another word to cling, holds on to, but really earnestly. As the scripture has said, from his innermost being shall flow continuously springs and rivers of living water. But he was speaking here of the Spirit, whom those who believed, trusted, had faith in him, were afterward to receive. For the Holy Spirit had not yet been given, because Jesus was not yet glorified, raised to honor. So thinking about how the rain is life-giving, and... Then thinking about innermost beings shall flow continuously springs and rivers of living water. Life-giving. Just like the natural rain. I love listening to the sound of rain. It is so, so relaxing. It's soothing. The sound is so soothing to me. I, I really really love the sound of rain, a good rain shower to me. I just sit there and, and I listen to it and I thank the Lord for giving us rain without destruction. That's what I always pray for. I used to pray for rain. I felt like the Holy Spirit told me to pray for rain without destruction because often times rain will come with destruction, whether it be really heavy, dangerous wind, you know, or heavy rain or lightning or tornadoes or hurricanes and all those things that are similar, but 
he could pray for just the rain without all those destructive things and almost always guaranteed if you take the faith to guarantee to never have the rain with destruction if you pray for rain without destruction. And when I thought about how relaxing and soothing it is, I think about how if we have anxiety, you know, everything going on in the world today, this pandemic going on and certain restrictions and there's a lot of people are anxious about just, well, you name it, just about. And it says in 1 Peter, chapter 5, starting at verse 6, Therefore humble yourselves, demote, lower yourselves in your own estimation under the mighty hand of God, that in due time he may exalt you, casting the whole of your care, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all, on him. For he cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. You know, when it talks about casting, I've often heard people use this really good example. If you've ever been fishing with a fishing pole and you cast it out, you know, you take that fishing pole and you, well, if you know, if you fish and you cast out that line on your fishing pole, then you know to really do a good one. You throw it as far out as you can. It goes really, really far. That's how the Lord wants us to cast our cares on him the same with casting out a net to fish too because you have to cast that net out in a special way in order to receive those fish to cast them so when we cast that out we just are not supposed to pull it back like when we you know if we accidentally do it the wrong way then you could hurt yourself with a hook so you've got to cast it out there that's how he wants us to cast our anxieties on it and all our worries, you know, the Bible talks about for for all your worrying, you cannot add a, a day to your life or even make yourself taller, an inch to your stature. So worrying, even though we understand it's human nature, it's just not, it doesn't, it really doesn't do any good. It just creates more anxieties. And really when you're worrying, you're, you're actually meditating on the devil and the negative um, things of him. But when you're peaceful and at rest and you cast your cares on the Lord and then think on positive things, then you're meditating on the word of God and his, his promises and his love and his peace and his goodness and kindness and protection and everything else that's wonderful about him. So when we when we cast our cares on him, he will keep us in perfect peace. Because when we look at casting our cares on him, all of our anxieties on him because he cares for you 
I mean, that right there, just think about that. Sometimes we may say, oh, nobody cares about me. Um, or a few people care about me or nobody really cares. I don't have any friends. But then that that says right there, passing the whole of your care on him. For he cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. And that word affectionately in a way that displays fondness or tenderness. So he cares about you in a way that displays those things tenderly. He cares for you tenderly. He cares for me tenderly. And he cares about you watchfully. So that word watchfully means watching or observing someone or something closely, alert and vigilant. So when you think about that, it's just like it very attentively how he cares about you. Just like his eyes on the sparrow. He watches over it. How much more will he watch over you? And then, when we cast our cares on him, and we keep our minds stayed on him, he'll keep us in perfect peace. In Isaiah 26, verses 3 to 4, you will guard him and keep him in perfect and constant peace. His mind, both its inclination and its character, is stayed on you. Because he commits himself to you, leans on you, and hopes confidently in you. So trust in the Lord, commit yourself to him, lean on him, hope confidently in him forever. For the Lord God is an everlasting rock, the rock of ages. You know, it talks about leaning on the Lord Ever been tired? You've been standing up for a while, maybe talking, or just in a group visiting. You start to get tired, so you kind of lean on a piece of furniture. You lean on the wall, something to kind of to be steadfast. Just leaning on that, kind of an example. Just leaning on the Lord, and it will keep you in perfect peace. When your your mind is fixed fixed on him, so final thoughts about this is how do we do those things once we've cast our cares upon him and we keep our mind on him so that he keeps us in perfect peace. Well, let's look at Philippians 4, chapter 4, verses 4 through 9. Rejoice in the Lord always. Delight, gladden yourselves in him. Again, I say rejoice. Let all men know and perceive and recognize your unselfishness, your considerateness, 
your fair forbearance. The Lord is near. He is coming soon. Do not fret or have anxiety about anything, but in every circumstance and in everything, by prayer and petition, definite requests, with thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God, and God's peace shall be yours. That tranquil state of a soul assured of its salvation through Christ, and so fearing nothing from God, and being content with its earthly lot of whatever sort that is, that peace which transcends all understanding shall garrison and mount a guard over your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. For the rest, brethren, and here is here is some ideas of what I was talking about. How do we do this? How do we keep it there? So it says, For the rest, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is worthy of reverence, and as honorable and seemly, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely and lovable, whatever is kind and winsome and gracious, if there is any virtue and excellence, If there is anything worthy of praise, think on and weigh and take account of these things. Fix your mind on them. Practice what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me and model your way of living on it. And the God of peace, of untroubled, undisturbed well-being will be with you. So another version says, whatever things is lovely, pure, just, like it's talking about the King James Version, I sometimes read, but it talks about, and then it says, fixing your mind on them. So how has God brought you through in the past? What's a testimony you can just meditate and go over in your mind? Think about that, fix on that. What things are lovely and pure and lovely and and gracious and, and lovable and kind and worthy of praise and virtue and excellence? All of these things only you can answer because you've experienced them. Focus on those things. Fix your mind on them. Fix your mind on those things. Focus on those things. And then the the God of peace, he will just, it would transcend all your understanding. You'll have all this peace and troubled waters, and your mind will be like, I don't understand this. Why do I have so much peace during this situation? There's a song, um, I think it's by uh, Scott, um, I'm trying to think of the last name, it's a big name with a K. Well, um, there's a storm. It's about uh, sometimes it calms a child and other uh, other times it calms a storm. I'll look it up real quick so I get his name right. But you get a chance, and you get a chance to go uh, to Google or one of the places wherever you frequent and look up the song and even even the lyrics. Um, called Sometimes He Calms a Storm by Scott 
Crepain, probably saying it wrong, but <laughs> um, says sometimes he holds us close unless the wind and waves go wild. Sometimes he calms a storm, and other times he calms his child. So in the midst of any storm or in the midst of all this, we can have a perfect peace. I remember one time there was this really, really bad tropical storm. It was pretty much almost like a hurricane, like a cat one. The thing about this storm is it lasted three days. It's like it came over where we lived, and it just stopped and and settled and stayed. It was a really slow-moving storm, and it just kept raining and the winds and everything, and it was my first one I was experiencing alone, and I was, I was in my my house, and uh, all this wind and rain, and I was listening to KSBJ radio in Texas, and uh, they played a lot of calming ones and songs, and they played that song. But it was amazing because I had such a perfect peace beyond my understanding. Here's this winds and waves and rain going wild. That's going to be outside my door and my French doors. I didn't have a care in the world. Just laying there. Just laying there and listening to the music or sitting there. I had peace beyond my understanding. And I heard that song come on, and I thought, wow. And I was living it right there. Sometimes it calms the child. Sometimes it calms the storm. Other times it calms his child. Well, he calmed the child while the storm was raging outside. It was it was really awesome. It was a beautiful, beautiful experience to have that calm and that total perfect peace while we're focused on him. And the storm and the winds and waves go wild outside. That is that perfect peace. So we just learn from all of this that we cast our cares on the Lord and we just we, we fix our minds on what things are pure and lovely excellent and praiseworthy and it keeps us in perfect peace so and then it says in verse 9 practice what you have learned and received and heard and then it goes on but so we practice this you know it's a fight of faith so we, we just practice and if the old way and the patterns of thinking, we can form our minds, the renewing of our mind. So we practice what we've learned here in this lesson where God has spoken to me through a wonderful rain shower. And his promise, once we practice this, is he will give us peace untroubled, undisturbed well-being because he cares for us watchfully. And that's all I had on my heart for that, that short little lesson or whatever you want to call it, sharing with you what the Lord spoke to me about during a rain shower. 
And I'm just going to take a moment and pray for you real quick. And then I'm going to close out and end with a song. So when I've said the blessing and, and prayed for you, be sure and listen to the song because it encapsulates everything I've talked about. So I want you to listen to it at the end. And I want you to know that I'm going to, I'm praying for you. And I'm going to try to come on here more often. So, Father, I thank you for every person listening right now. I thank you that you touch them, touch their heart, Lord. And I thank you, Father, for meeting them at the point of their need. And I thank you for showing them the way, Lord, for giving them wisdom. And, Lord, through this pandemic and things that are going on, Father, I thank you for sending laborers their way and that you just surprise them with your goodness, your kindness, your love, and that you give them peace beyond their understanding, wisdom, and healing, supernatural healing. God, you heal the brokenhearted, and you give them supernatural protection and divine healing, divine protection. And Lord, Psalm 91 as well, Father, that no plague shall come near their dwelling place. Give your angels charge over them to watch over them concerning all their ways. I thank you, Father, for blessing them. And I thank you for doing a quick work in their heart. And I thank you, Lord, for for all of these things, these good things that you've given us to focus on, to keep our mind on you. I thank you, Lord, for all those listening, that you bless them and touch them in a special way. I give you thanks, honor, glory, and praise. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Now, for those listening, I just want to let you know that if nobody's ever told you, God loves you and has a great plan for your life. I know that some that are saved listen and some that are questioning and looking listen. So I want to let you know God loves you. He loves you. He loves you. He has a plan for your life. If today was your last day on earth, do you know for sure beyond a shadow of a doubt that you would go to heaven? The Holy Bible reads, you've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So if you want to receive the free gift of God, the salvation, then Mean it with your heart and say out loud with me. Just say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me. Cleanse me. Set me free. Jesus, I believe that you died for me. Jesus, I believe that you are coming back for me. 
Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Give me a passion for the lost, a hunger for the things of God, and a holy boldness to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am saved. I am born again. I am forgiven. And I forgive all who hurt me, including myself. And I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. Thank you, Lord, for loving me. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer and you meant it, whether you rededicated your heart or for the first time or recommitted, I wanted to make sure it gives me greatest pleasure to tell you that all your sins are forgiven you. Always remember to run to God and not from Him. Because he loves you, loves you, loves you. It's a great plan for your life. If you have any prayer requests, you can you can go to my homepage on blogtalkradio.com forward slash fire talk radio number two. This is fire talk radio two at, oh no wait, that's it, fire talk radio two, the number two. And if you want to send me an email, you can go to firetalkradio76 at gmail.com. So when you go to Blog Talk Radio and you go to Fire Talk Radio 2, then you'll find a place on the homepage that has, you can send me a message. I'm really glad that you joined me tonight. And I just want to remind you how much God loves you. How much is a great plan for your life? And he's there with you, even though you feel alone. He says, I'll never leave you or forsake you. I'm always there. He's always there with you, ministering, ministering to the point of your need. And don't forget, when we close, listen to the song, because it wraps everything together. So I love you. Jesus loves you. You are valuable You are accepted in the beloved. You are loved. And you're important. And you're accepted. And you're loved by God. Until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand and envelop you in his love.